Support for this NPR podcast comes from Sierra Nevada Brewing Company, family-owned, operated, and argued over since 1980. Proud supporter of independent thought, whether that's online, over the air, or in a bottle. More at sierranevada.com. The following podcast was produced from a show which originally aired in 1999. Hi, I'm Marion McPartland. My guest today on Piano Jazz is singer Marlene Verplank. She's one of the finest interpreters of popular song performing today. Her sensitivity and warmth brings a special magic to every song she sings. Hi, Marlene. <laughs> Hi, Marion. What are you laughing about? <laughs> well, I, I didn't expect such a long introduction, but thank you. Well, uh, long? I thought it was short. I mean, <laughs> I, could, I could go into rhapsodies and go, go on about your singing. Thank you. I was trying for ages to remember where I, I met you, and it suddenly dawned on me that it was with a vocal group, John LaSalle and... The John LaSalle Quartet, uh, and you were working across the street from where we were working. We were at the Hickory House. I mean, you were at the Hickory House, and we were somewhere just across the street, um, uh, maybe that hotel or uh, the Left Bank... Maybe uh, yeah, oh, the left, the left bank. bank. Yeah, yeah probably that was a that block was away. It. I remember that yeah. club, and we kind of met then. And you had your great trio there, and we often visited each other. As I recall, that group with John LaSalle was really wonderful. Yes, it was. Uh, John is a absolutely magnificent singer, one of the best male singers I have ever heard in my life, and um, it's a shame that he is not more well known or doesn't have a higher profile because. His charisma on stage is incredible, and I, I learned so much from him in my starting out, I would guess you would say, in the business, because I still use things that he taught me, and I, they still work. And really? Uh, yes. Oh, yes. So that was really one of your b- beginning Very first jobs. jobs. Yes. Well, how did you get into actual singing? Uh, I was in college majoring in journalism uh, for about over a year. And I said, this isn't going to be it. This isn't, I'm not good at this, not that good. And I always loved to sing. I just always listened to Sinatra and Ella and all those good people. And I said, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to sing. I was 19 years old. So I, uh, I was working in a bank in, during the, the summer holiday, and I looked in the yellow pages, and there was a a vocal coach. In those years, they had vocal coaches. Sure, <laughs> and he was yeah. right next door. So I ran over on my lunch hour, and I said, hello, I'm Marlene. I want to sing. <laughs> and that, I never looked back. I ne- I've never been out of work since that I started. That is amazing, and it's wonderful. That's sort of the power of positive thinking, if I ever heard it. Yeah. Well, how do you search around for songs? Oh, I search. Remember years ago when they used to have about a dozen or more piano bars around New York? And yes. people like Murray Grand and Buddy Barnes and all those great oh, guys. Yes, of course. Well, I would go there with pad and pencil and write down everything because they knew every song, every verse, every word, every. Oh, they knew everything. Charles and, DeForest. Yeah, Charlie DeForest and all those guys. Yep. But how do you, like when you finally picked a couple of songs, how do you choose? what you'll do with them, or do, do you and, well, and your husband, Billy, you... Yes, as you know, Billy does all my arrangements, my husband, Billy Verplank, and we work on a song together. When I 
finally say, okay, let's work on this one. Then we'll just sit down and he'll play the piano. He's good enough to rehearse, but he has no confidence on the job. <laughs> oh, aren't you terrible? Oh, he, he, he's the one that says it. I would love, wouldn't it be nice and easy if I could carry my own accompanist all the time? I guess, I guess yeah. so. That, that's one thing I always think about singers, that you really sort of, you are playing Russian roulette when you're playing gigs. Like, with me, at least, I have the piano in front of me and I know what I'm going to do, yeah. do with it, even if it's bad. But with a, with a singer, you have to take really... Yeah, well, especially when you're in different cities and different places and you have to deal with, uh, you know, people that are there. Usually I work in a bigger city, so it's okay, and we can find, we can always find somebody great. Um, but once in a while you get stuck, <laughs> but not often. I, I usually get that straightened out ahead of time. Oh, I'm sure you do, because you've had a lot of different kinds of gigs. I mean, I've been following yeah. your career for... For years, and years ago, um, you did an awful lot of jingles, didn't you? You didn't play so much in clubs. Oh, uh, th that's where I spent the first part of my singing um, career. I, I hate to use that word, word career, but, yes, you can. <laughs> but that's where I started singing, actually. I uh, pursued the studio end of it, and uh, it took me a while, but I finally got one big commercial, Campbell's Soup, and from that, as soon as I got that one, I... Oh, God, I just did everything that was on the air for many, many years. And I loved it because it was a challenge every day. You didn't know what you were going to sing. You didn't know who you were going to be working with. Or, uh, for instance, I could walk in and be singing back up to Sinatra or walking, walk in and do a commercial for Campbell's Soup. Well, so, I mean, you've really done so many good things in your life, and now uh, you just seem to be... Uh working everywhere in Europe and yeah, here and it's, it's it, nice isn't it's it? It's nice though because now we get to pick and choose where we want to go and and uh, we can do whatever we want to do. Billy and I we go together he writes the arrangements and then when we get there he just sits back and listens and I do the work you know. That's great. <laughs> yeah. When you were just starting out did you listen to other singers? Did you oh, yes. get inspiration from who, for instance? I, I think my two main influences were uh, Sinatra and Ella Fitzgerald uh, because they were meticulous to the song, the lyrics, um, and they, they did such a body of work that uh, I doubt that anyone could ever come close to what they have contributed to the American popular song category. No, I agree with that, and... Well, of course, they were my heroes, t too, for different reasons, because you'd hear Ella sing something, and it would make a great tune to play. Mm -hmm. And, of course, all the Sinatra records, I don't know, there were, there were so many uh, romantic moments in those songs that they stay with you forever, I think, when... Oh. Absolutely. Like I hear some of the things that he he sang, and it's it sort of stops you in your tracks. You know, we could go on like this, but unfortunately, we time is running out, and and I just have to thank you for coming and being on piano jazz, oh, Marlene. Golly, I uh, we had a ball, didn't we? Yes, we did. <laughs>
To hear the full Piano Jazz broadcast, tune in to your NPR station or stream the program online at pianojazz.npr.org. Piano Jazz is a production of South Carolina Public Radio.